0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The Future of Radio. The Radio. The Radio. Future of Radio. The Future of Radio. The Future
1: I don't think I have ever had anyone say that to me before
0: It's true, it's a I valid mean, point though
1: Granted, you mm-hmm. know, I guess I have not been in that ex- that, that kind of situation <laughs> I think
0: it would be impossible for you it's, to be in that situation Well, <laughs> living
1: in Portland it would be yes. Yeah, that is that is absolutely true So yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say, I guess I guess in a way, we well, look alike I don't know whether to be offended or happy though That he thinks Tristan and I look alike
0: I, I guess, guess it okay. depends on how attractive of a man you think Tristan is. See,
1: that makes me question things, and I don't understand. I guess I have to say, wow, he must be a very attractive man to be confused to look like me. See, and then either way. Wow. No matter how it works. You're I'm just really painting a picture already. Just got to satisfy my ego. Yeah. Well, everyone, this is Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and also available via podcast all over the internet's every day after we are live here on the show. Uh, So thank you for tuning in, and however it is that you found us, we do appreciate it. All right, we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today, and we're going to explain the comments here at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. I do want to say, if you are a fan of our show or even a casual listener of the podcast, ways that you can help us out in addition to downloading and sharing our show online is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That's
0: beautifully said, Greg. Beautifully right said. Right there. Right mm-hmm. there.
1: Just go there. Click on the Amazon link anytime. You sound you like an to auctioneer right now? From the, uh, I could do auctioneering. I really know good. you could. I've thought about it before. I was like, boy, that would be a lot. You of
0: kind fun. of know, but you stumble over your words sometimes, don't you? Have to be I, a real fluid talker. I am a fluid talker. Mm. I am a
1: fluid talker. You're a fast
0: talker. I don't I think can... fast and fast and fluid aren't the same thing. Okay,
1: but that's different. If I was doing an auction, I would have like the set prices. I would know what I'm talking about, and I could go here. You know, I could. <laughs> I would be a very good auctioneer. Uh, I'll just edit it in post.
0: You are not going to edit that. No <laughs> way. Never. I will that edit was it not, in post. Yeah, that was not a like a put on. That Greg that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that anyway, was I think I would be great. I
1: think we need to have some kind of a test for that where I could be an auctioneer. And I would be fine. I just need more than, you know, two seconds of preparation for it. That's
0: oh, okay. Oh, now it's the preparation. It was kind was of your fault for problem. putting that on me.
1: And you don't understand how much uh, how meticulously I would have to work at that. You know, just to make sure that everything's in its place and ready to go auctioneer. All right, anyway. (laughs) But we were talking about at the beginning of the show. So over this weekend here in Portland, of course, during the summer there are tons of different festivals and events that happen because we we get nice weather for about three and a half months, mm. and so they try to cram as much as possible of outdoor events. In every that three single and a half months. thing
0: happens in every weekend in these like three months. Like at every festival, every music thing, every like yeah,
1: music festival, beer
0: festival, anything outdoors all happens in a small
1: window of time here. Yeah, the rest of it, then we all go hide away in in the northwest, and it's all indoors, and you never see the sun again. So right now, all that stuff is happening and over this last weekend, we had the uh, Oregon's Oregon Brewers Festival, mm, yep. which uh, took place on the waterfront here in Portland, Oregon. It's actually, it's a really huge thing. It's over... I don't know what, over 100 taps? There were a lot of taps. taps? Yeah. I don't know, from, from all over the world. And it's this giant uh, Brewer's Fest on on the waterfront in downtown Portland. It's actually pretty cool. But I haven't been there for years. It's uh, The the last time, I think I went there with maybe you and some friends a few years ago because I saw some pictures of that pop up on the Facebook memory thing, mm-hmm. which that thing's driving me crazy. I hate the Facebook memory thing. But Why? Because anyway, it's annoying. It's like, I, I, no, I don't want to You don't, don't have see to click on things. it. Well, I don't, yeah, but it pops up and I have to see it. Like, well, you oh. don't have,
0: no. Oh, actually, it's not forcing your hand to click on the button. It says, like, you have memories today. Would you like to look at them? Oh, mine show up. They just show
1: a picture of something. Wait, so what terrible things in your past that you have on Facebook? What terrible... What things would I not want to see pictures of, necessarily? (laughs) Remember this six years ago? Oh, look at that magical moment. I'm like, oh, I really don't need to see the picture. (laughs) Perhaps there are pictures out there from uh, past me. Oh, yeah, past Greg. I, I mean, you know, it's fine. There's nothing... But, I mean, I, I really don't need to that's see the picture true. pop it up. It is. It like, is. Like, first thing in the morning, I get on Facebook. It's like, oh, bam. Remember that moment six years ago? Wasn't that fun? I'm like, oh. Well, that's – all right. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> It's just dredge that up for me right now. And so that's that's what I'm talking about with the family memory thing. Uh, I understand. It got very now. personal.
0: Very, it got very personal very quickly. Very quickly. All right. Anyway,
1: they did uh, show one of us at the Brewers Fest a few years ago, and then then before that, the last time I had gone there was when I, you know, the infamous run by puking event where oh, I threw up God. at Brewers Fest, yes. which I've told that story many times. Nobody was hurt in it, thankfully. Some people were very grossed out by me. Yes, so anyway, that's disgusting. It was it was, gross. Mm-hmm. it was gross. Never chug raspberry beer. Never do it. <laughs> Never chug raspberry beer. It's a terrible idea. It's way too sweet to do that. You will. Yeah, not Yeah, any kind be of be like successful. fruit drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't chug those. <laughs> no, don't chug them. Uh, so so anyway, though we a uh, big group of us went down to it uh, this year over this last weekend, and I got to say I had a good time like like a in doses it's you have, still a lot of fun for exactly. me exactly
0: you have to be mentally prepared uh, to you have to brace yourself for it because you have to be prepared for what's going to be there which is going to be a shit ton of people a yep. lot of bros a lot of drunk people and you just you have to be zen with it because you're mm-hmm. going to be you're going to be in a shitty mood if you go down there and you're not prepared to be like overrun with people
1: yeah yeah, like that. Have, and normally I'm not a big crowd person. I, I get a little bit claustrophobic in it. I Me just, too, but I, I just can just, get,
0: just mentally prepare for it. I'm like, I yeah. can do this for a few hours. Yeah, you set point. your mind to it and be yep. like,
1: okay, that's what I'm going to do. And then it's actually okay. Mm-hmm. And then you understand what you're getting into and that we don't get frustrated. You know, and I still find ways to try to jump ahead in line and I do that. But, you know, that there's there's different things that you can do to, to help make it work. So, went down there to this and there's a person that Sarah and I ended up meeting and I'm, I just keep saying Sarah and I it was a big group of us but mm. rather than go through everybody's names uh, it was uh, us down there and we uh, ended up talking to this to this gentleman who uh you know you talk to all kinds of people when you're at Bruce Fest yeah. usually you make I mean, new friends a couple everybody's drinking beer usually everybody's pretty friendly yeah for the, for the most part yeah for the most part or you stay away from the people that aren't friendly you can mm-hmm. tell them right away and and this guy you know started chatting for a while and he told us he was there by himself and that he was from uh, South Africa and that he was here in town in Portland for a big uh, open source convention. There was a, a big open source convention here that happens in town and was happening all week long. So there was a bunch of people in town for that. And he said this was the last day that he had in Portland and he had been to the open source thing, didn't really know anybody. And so he came down to the Brewers Festival just just because. Yeah, because he knew that it was going on. Yeah. 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 And he was like, so i I." I figured I would come down here and, and drink, and we started talking to him, and then we we're like, well, you know what? If you're here by yourself, why don't you just hang out with us? Mm. Now, let <laughs> me give you some specifics here. This man was from South Africa. He was uh, African, and uh, and he was hanging out with us, who happened to be a big group of white people. Yes. And as we were <laughs> we were hanging out, he kept wanting I like to go. How you get, just you
0: know, a big group. Of, we do have many different colors of friends. Just it just so happened that the the whiteies
1: went to beer fest. It was the it was a, it was a group of white people. Yes, we were very we were mm-hmm. all very white, and that's okay. But however, this this guy was not, and and so he, you know, we would all kind of like split up. We had like a meeting spot that we would go to, and they would all split up and go, and, and we go get whatever beer we wanted, and then come back and meet at the spot. Well, Tristan and I got back to the meeting spot before everybody else. And we were sitting there, and we uh, watched—I'm just going to say his name. His name was Leon. Leon from South Africa. Started walking back kind of towards us, and he just kind of glanced at us and walked right by us. And there was a couple that were sitting probably about 20 feet away, and we watched him walk over there to them, and he's he's standing there to them, and he looks kind of confused, and he's just like holding out his hands, and then they look confused at him, and I could hear him, and he's like— I was just talking to you. They're like, no, no, I don't think so. He's like, no, but, but I was just... And then we realized what he was doing. He, didn't, he couldn't tell the difference between our group of white people and the other group of white people. So we are <laughs> all groups like, of white people. <laughs> so, so I was like, Leon, we're right here. And he looked over at me. He's like, oh, I could not tell the difference. You all look the same. I'm like, you legitimately just confused... And Different he did legitimately
0: look confused cuz that's when I you walked over he was. and I saw him sitting over next to the other people <laughs> I'm like why is Leon sitting over there and uh yeah and sure enough it was because he got confused.
1: Yeah. And so so it it was it was one of the funniest things I think that I I mean I guess in this, in this instance, it was hilarious because then later on, we, we started talking to him about it. He's like, I'm sorry. I just really, you know, I'm never around this many white people. Mm-hmm. And Portland's overwhelmingly white sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. And so, so he, he talked about Tristan and I and about how, how to him, we look exactly the same. Huh. We looked exactly the same. And so that was, this is where it's coming down to me. I don't know whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know what that means.
0: Well, I, I am looking in the chat, and uh, John from Boring did decree that he believes Tristan to be a good-looking fellow. Oh, so if you're thinking that, um, you know, that you're being compared to somebody, um, that seems like that would be an okay person to be compared to.
1: Okay, all right. Well, then I guess I can go along with this. All right,
0: then you can. That's okay. You can settle with that. I but. can
1: settle with that. Okay, I can settle with that. Then, if that's <laughs> if that's all it is. So, anyway, it was a it was a great time. It was a lot of fun, and we ended up hanging out with him, and then taking him uh, to the east side of Portland and hanging out it was it was uh it was a good time and it was interesting just to hear somebody else's perspective from you know somewhere as different as south africa to portland that's quite a bit quite a bit difference yes
0: big culture shock i'm sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did talk to our friend keelan who uh, also is noting here in the live chat right now welcome to the club greg how does it feel to be confused somebody <laughs> uh yeah it was uh, it was it was interesting it was interesting i gotta say I got to say however he he was a this guy was this guy was cool. Yeah. I am Facebook friends with him now Sarah.
0: You are? I
1: am. Yeah, he accepted no my yeah. Yeah. With oh. Leon from South Africa.
0: Well, look at you.
1: Look at me. Look at me I, on I am the not
0: rope. friends with Leon from South Africa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think at any point we ever actually told him what we do for a living either. Or at no. Or least I didn't. I did never told him.
0: No, it was just basically just shooting the shit. Just like, hey,
1: <laughs> we're all drinking. How are you doing? Come in a car with us. <laughs>
0: Come in a car with us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on an yeah. adventure.
1: Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. I, I do have to say, though, getting over there. I wanted to to give an update here just for people, because I know this is summer. A lot of people come to Portland and want to hang out and go see all the sights, and it is a very beautiful city, and there's a lot of places you can walk to, and it's it's very walking, biking friendly. Mm -hmm. One place I got to say right now that I experienced for the first time, for the first time in Portland was walking over the Morrison Bridge. I have never walked over the Morrison Bridge. I didn't realize this. I've never walked... I've walked over most of the bridges. I don't think I've... I've never gone over the Morrison Bridge either. Well, let me tell you, you are better off for it. I want to explain this. Mainly, as like a public service announcement for people. So if if you've ever been in Portland, downtown Portland has... Many different bridges. Bridge City is one of the nicknames for it. And almost all of them are actually very pretty old bridges, very nice to walk across. Mm-hmm. You got the Burnside Bridge, the Hawthorne Bridge, and then the brand new one that's going in, which is just for pedestrians and bikes and Tillicum Crossing. Tillicum Crossing. Mm-hmm. The Morrison Bridge is the one that I have to say it was one of the grossest things I have ever seen in Portland.
0: What the Morrison Bridge? It
1: is disgusting. I don't even know never what You never walk across it. I...
0: Okay. How is it disgusting?
1: Okay. First off, the way you walk on it, it's... And, and keep in mind, the Morrison Bridge is one that was supposed to be redesigned several times. And then the city kept getting in fights with the construction company. The construction company would fight with the city. And then I guess they, they re- did kind of redo it. And it turns out they redid it with the wrong material. So it's almost worse than it was before. It's this, just this giant kerfuffle. And so it's still never really been redone. And when you walk across it, it's... It's for one. You're right next to the traffic. There is no no barrier. There's, no barrier. Is there's it like no a, a very rail. small sidewalk. Very small sidewalk, and you're right there next to traffic. And you walk on this thing, but because there's so many different off ramps, you have to go down these separate little stairs that go under the off ramps.
0: Oh, and down in
1: those stairs. Oh, because you're
0: going underneath the I-5 on-ramp, right?
1: The I-5 and then, then the, the other— 4 yeah. yeah. Yeah, all of them. So you do it, I think, two or three times. You have to go under these little things, these little crossways, to get to the right spot. Those are the grossest places I've ever seen in Portland.
0: The walkways? The stairs? Somewhere. It is.
1: Well, it I've is seen the bottom terrifying. of the
0: stairs, and that is like not—
1: This, though, this is like a little overhang. It's like, it's like basically a bum balcony. And I'm sorry. I'm going to use. I'm going to say it's a bum balcony. And what goes on in there? I don't know what happens at night, but I can. You tell don't You don't want
0: to know what happens at night, probably. I can tell you.
1: I've seen the remnants. Oh. And you walk down in there. It's like you're you're walking through one a garbage dump. But then also, you feel like something terrible has happened, but you don't know what. You like don't can quite pinpoint The smells it. are still there. Oh. But the but the evidence is just you know random like you know a diaper here or there, or like clothing, or a makeshift little bed in this thing, and it, it smells, it, the, the smells, I cannot describe the smells. Okay. I mean, I- You don't
0: need to try. I, I've been like down, I haven't ever walked across the Morrison Bridge, but I've been near that stair area that you're talking about. Yeah. And that is a, ter- in the middle of the day, it's terrifying well, down Well, that's there.
1: the one down the bottom. This isn't the one that, their balcony that's over oh. i'm talking about the balconies that are overhanging the bum balconies and these this is where it's i'm not a sensitive man necessarily but i dry heaved through that it was oh. that bad so i just want to say get that out there as a warning for everyone don't, don't go down there oh my it's god it's where nightmares are made and Ew. this was in broad daylight so don't go under the morrison bridge don't no don't walk across the morrison bridge you you only go to these parts when you walk across it okay
0: and you have to go down twice
1: yeah, but you don't go all the way down to the ground. That's what I'm saying. Just, the balcony. It's just Yeah, it's just like a little walkway underneath the overpasses. Okay. You only walk on it if you are up already on the bridge. Okay. And don't do it. Just don't do it.
0: All right. I I will not do it. That yeah. sounds awful.
1: It's 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 horrible. It's horrible.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So I'm just letting everyone know that was just kind of my, you know, my public service announcement. Your public service. Yeah.
0: I, um... Well, I don't have a public service announcement, but I was going to talk about public transit because I had a really fun bus experience this past weekend
1: that I wanted to share with you. (laughs)
0: Because you always get, like, the fun, crazy people on your bus.
1: Yeah, I know. They always seem to follow me because I'm not crazy. They're all crazy.
0: Yeah, sure. It's just the
1: other people that are crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I um, don't – like, you know, I ride the bus sometimes, but I I left uh, my car over at my friend's house, so I was uh, taking the bus from my place to go and pick up my car. And this was about, like, like 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Okay. And that's when you think that wouldn't, like, be the prime peak, like, crazy people hours.
1: Yeah, 10 a.m. on Saturday, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, but
0: then again, these weren't, like, prime um, normal crazy people. So my bus ride, it wasn't too far away from my house. I could have walked, but I was lazy. So um, (laughs) I was on the bus for probably about five minutes at the most. Five okay. minutes. So this was a very concentrated amount of time okay. on the bus. That's a quick bus ride. It was a quick bus ride. So I get on uh, I get on the bus. I'm riding it and, uh, on my merry way. Go sit uh, in the seats in the front there. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just kind of looking at my phone. And the very next stop... Uh, As we get on, I hear talking outside of the bus as we're pulling up to the stop before I actually see anything. And then the doors open, and I see this old guy carrying a big shopping bag in uh, in one hand, dragging a suitcase behind him in the other, getting on the bus. And then a woman behind him who has not stopped chirping at him the entire time. Oh, boy. She's just like... Like, t- like, yelling at the back of his head as he's, like, trying to give the lady the bus fare. And she also has a matching suitcase that she's pulling behind her.
1: Dan, do they look like they're travelers? or I
0: couldn't tell. They were somewhere. It was one of those people, like, you know, hipster or homeless, that kind of thing. I couldn't tell if they were, like, travelers or if, like, that was their lives in the, in the suitcases.
1: H- how old would you say they were?
0: I would say, like... Late seventies?
1: Oh, so old. Okay. Yeah, they
0: were older. They were they were older. There was this small matching couple. They were both like five two. Okay. And they both had suitcases, but they didn't look like beaten up suitcases.
1: Okay. Like they were
0: lugging them. But she would not she did not stop yelling at him the entire time. So they sit next to me, of course. As is my want. So the guy sits there, sets his shopping bag next to me, and he has a suitcase in front of her. She is, like, nonstop yelling at him. She's like, I can't believe that you didn't take my suitcase. Why didn't you take my suitcase for me? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Oh, just Jesus. Yelling at him. This is 10 o'clock in the morning, and everyone on the bus is like,
1: <laughs> This what is too is-? much. And this guy has probably been dealing with this for the last 40 years.
0: For the last 40 years, totally. You could yeah. tell they were, like, one of those couples that have been together so long that they look alike. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they're oh, both wearing like man. like matching ball caps and both pretty much like the same hairstyle. <laughs> but she was just like nonstop talking about the suitcase and then she was like hitting his suitcase with her suitcase, yelling at him because he wouldn't wouldn't do it. Oh my gosh. This and, poor man. Yeah, but he's just dealing with it. He's like, Yes dear, yes, dear. Okay. Well, you should have right. taken
1: the damn suitcase.
0: So then he has his shopping bag next to me and I have to casually look in the shopping bags. It's all lumpy and weird and I'm just like I, I wanted to see if it was like full of their things, of their treasures.
1: Oh, so you didn't know if they were actually had gone shopping.
0: I didn't know. I didn't know for sure. I didn't know okay. if it was like just a bag full of things or if they just this is what they did. Like. What did
1: you want to find in there? I don't what was know. The, what would have been the ideal looking into that bag? Oh, I don't know. What would you have hoped to see? I, uh, like a bag of teeth?
0: Yes, yes. I would desperately hope to see a bag of teeth in a stranger who's sitting next to me on the bus's bag. How You read me like a book. <laughs> so I'm looking... So I'm looking at the shopping bag, and he's like started to That's start. actually
1: that's about the most horrifying thing I can think of. <laughs> Either that, or with their bag being a being an older couple in the in their seventies, just like a bag full of like baby's shoes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not good. No, don't do that. No, no. Okay, that's not. So I'm sitting there, and this woman has not stopped. Like I'm trying to decide, like if she has some sort of uh, ailment, like that's making her so. An annoying <laughs> like I didn't know if like she was
1: I don't know like
0: if she had like Tourette's or something I was trying to figure it out because she just was like she was like and I just can't believe and like and non-stop like one complaint to another one just like little chain link fence of complaints that were just coming out of her mouth so he's sitting there you know beaten down as a man and he's there, so he has a shopping bag next to him. And I look at the shopping bag. He starts to rustle around in it, and he pulls out this big leather-bound book. It's a um, it's brown leather. It didn't have a, a, like writing on the front or the back. It was like a, a, a like a carrying case almost. And he opened the book, and inside of it was a Bible. And then I look into the bag sitting next to me, and the shopping bag is full of all different kinds of Bibles.
1: Oh, wow. It that is not bag, where I thought this would go. It
0: was a bag full of Bibles. It was the weirdest thing. And not all the same Bible. Like, there were, like, little ones, like this John's test, you know, like the, the small, like the pocket Bibles. Yeah. And, like, hotel room Bibles. Like, I couldn't see very many of them because, he, you know, I just saw when he had pulled it open.
1: And then, now, were they brand new? Were they, like, Bible no. salespeople or something? No, they
0: weren't. They didn't look new. It just looked like they collected they, them. They
1: just... Carry around a bag full of Bibles. It was
0: a bag full of Bibles. And then the guy, the gentleman, as the woman's still yelling, uh, meanwhile, this is like two minutes into my—
1: Yeah, I forgot. This is only a five-minute ride. No,
0: seriously. I I was traveling like 20 blocks. This is all that happened. And uh, so then he starts—he opens the Bible, and it's marked in there, and he has his Bible passage. And as she's yelling at him, he starts to read aloud from the Bible.
1: What does she sound like again?
0: It was like that. It was like this really incessant, like, it was like what a female, like, cartoon mouse would sound like if it was, like, squawking at somebody. Jesus. Yeah. So he's, like, loudly reading from the Bible, and she's nonstop yelling at him for not helping her with the suitcase. And then this, this goes on for probably about, like, a minute. And and she's she's talking, he's reading Bible verses.
1: Wait, he's reading them out loud? He's reading them out loud. Oh my gosh, while she's... Yes! I'm sorry, it's just hard to really wrap my mind around all of this.
0: No, and he's not as loud as her, like he's just kind of talking in a normal voice, but reading a Bible (laughs) at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning, going down Hawthorne Boulevard, out loud, while the woman's still mad about the fact that he he didn't help her with the suitcase... And then uh, two stops before – like, one stop before mine. I'm just watching this whole thing. And then as as they approach their stop, like, he just closes the Bible, puts it back in his bag full of Bibles, and they just both get up and pull there, and he has his bag and the suitcase, and she has her suitcase, which he still doesn't help her with. And then they both just roll off the ca- uh, roll off the bus, and uh, she's still, like, nattering at him as they're going down the street.
1: I want to know everything about that
0: It was so weird. Like, they didn't look – I, I, I don't know their story. I don't know their story. And, you know, you can't judge a book by its covers. I'm just saying, just for the record, they didn't look like they, they lived on the streets.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just, they, they did not. They, I mean, um, if I could guess, I would say that they did not. However, I have no idea what their story
1: is. Weird. It was the strangest bus ride. This is why I still really want to do my show, and I'm, I already said it here once on, this, on, this, uh, on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> so nobody goes stealing it, but where you go out on the bus, and then I'll bring a camera with me, and I'll pick one person, and I'll be like, hi, can I follow you around and videotape you because I want to understand what goes on in your world and do a little documentary, and that would be a couple I would follow. Uh, the people on with the bus? With their permission. Sure. <laughs> because I want to know, where did they go after I that? don't know. Where did the Bibles come from? I know from? what stop they did got they off sti- at. Sti- they
0: just got, yeah, they, they got off... Yeah, they were just like right near like Central Hawthorne.
1: Did they steal the Bibles? Did he used to be a Bible salesman? I don't These know. are leftover Bibles. It was
0: weird. What were his, what, what was made, in the suitcase? My question, though, my overwhelming question was this: What made the brown leather bound covered Bible the most special Bible of them all, to where that's the one that he reads passages from on the
1: bus? Well, maybe he switches them around.
0: Maybe. Maybe, and I couldn't see the cover because it did look like one of those leather covers. Like it was like, you know, one of those things you can kind of zip up, like a book cover kind of thing. Uh-huh. So it was like one of those, a brown leather one. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Man. Mm-hmm. I just— I, I like
0: it Keelan in the chat says, and yet people still try to explain to me how TriMed isn't that bad.
1: <laughs> but you're missing out on so much entertainment like this. Oh, that, it was. By not taking it. I mean, this, that's entertainment. It that, was That to glorious. me is an encouragement to take the bus.
0: No, nobody, and everyone on the bus was just hypnotized by this. Nobody was, like, people stopped their conversations. Like, if they were talking on the phone, they hung it up. Everyone's just watching this tiny, white, elderly couple fight on the bus, and then he's reading the Bible, and she's just yelling about a suitcase. It was the weirdest, best thing.
1: And they were, like, there and then gone. Like that, Mm. like a flash. What else did they do with their day? I don't know. Where had they been before on the Saturday morning? Well, because they they
0: got on the stop after I got on, and they got off the stop before mine. So I mean, so they were doing some. They were on their way to something. They had some destination.
1: Man. Hmm. Did they say any names? No, no names.
0: No names. I no, don't. They were both wearing baseball hats, though. They're okay. both wearing
1: like. If anyone can help us track down this couple, please, please let us know. I don't I want you to track that. That
0: woman looked very crazy.
1: I w- I want to know. I want to know what goes on in their lives. I want to know more about that.
0: Oh man! It was yeah. I I was like I'm having a Greg Bus experience.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, because there's something about that. You know, usually I do find the crazy people. They they like the guy who was going off about Microsoft that one time and uh, threatening that they were going to start a revolution. He told me all about that. And he well, I didn't ask him to tell me about it. He was just telling everyone. Of course. What was going on? And telling him how he was going to find Bill Gates and all this stuff. And then there was uh, I mean, there's been so many different. Different crazy people mm. that I've met on the bus. That I I also took the bus this weekend, but I got to say it was pretty tame. It was pretty tame. You almost sound every time that nothing like really terrible happens on the bus that like you're disappointed. No, are you disappointed? I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. It was surrounded by nice people who kept to themselves and or had pleasant conversations with one another. I'm like, you guys are not crazy. Where are the crazy people? This is not entertaining. You're not entertaining me on this. Bring bus me right. my entertainment. Yes. I want somebody, somebody starting a fight or somebody trying to do something. You know what? You know, the most I got was some guy who tried to get on the bus, and then he, was, and, and he looked crazy and tried to walk past the bus driver. And the bus driver was like, hey, you got to pay your fare. He's like, oh, God. And he turned around and walked right back off the bus. Greg, if you can't that was find, the most entertainment.
0: If you can't find the crazy person on the bus, chances are you're probably the crazy
1: person on the bus. I think people are watching me? hmm I don't talk to them, though. I don't say anything. I do look around a lot, though. Yeah. Probably darting
0: looks. You look like you're desperately trying to engage in conversation, probably. I think people
1: think I'm trying to engage Mm -hmm. in conversation.
0: And that makes you, therefore, hereby I declare the weirdo.
1: Damn it. <laughs> I have noticed people like look at me and then look away really quick. Yeah.
0: Nobody wants to make eye contact with the crazy person. They want to see like what they're going to do.
1: I was wearing. And as well, long as no. it doesn't
0: physically harm them. And I'll tell way. you this.
1: I went on the bus and I was wearing my my sunglasses, my peep specs, mm-hmm. and my sunglasses with the mirrored fronts. So nobody can see what, you know, what my uh, where I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where my eyes are going. I wonder if that makes people a little bit more suspicious of me. Probably because they don't know where I'm looking, but I can see where they're looking.
0: Yeah, if you're, like, looking straight ahead with your mirrored glasses, maybe they're thinking you're on the bus, like, furiously masturbating.
1: Well, I'm not – why would they think I'm – my hands are very clearly –
0: I know, but if you're standing there with your mirrored glasses, like, I would think that's something that a creep on the bus would be wearing.
1: (laughs) It probably is kind of creepy. It
0: is creepy. I can tell you, like, 100 percent, it's creepy.
1: I've had a couple of people tell me that they're kind of weirded out by my sunglasses lately.
0: That's because you keep buying mirrored sunglasses, and you also call them peeping specs, (laughs) which is – so creepy.
1: <laughs> I just I'm just calling them peeping peeping specs because. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I can be an auctioneer. You could be. Right, so, You'd be the best auctioneer. No, what I'm saying is, you know, I have that. That way, nobody knows where I'm looking, and that way, I feel. <laughs> but I'm trying to make this not creepy. So I'm, you know, that way I can. What? For sun UV protection because it reflects the sunlight off it's not because this way I can look all around and nobody will know where I'm looking and that way I can feel like I have an inside view into the world it's not creepy though
0: Uh, it's being said in the chat that you have the talk to me eyes on the bus
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah when I'm not wearing glasses let me be your new friend Yeah. wow Greg Maybe I should come up with another name besides Peepin Specs.
0: Well, now it's ingrained. That's what they're called. They're Peepin Specs. That's just
1: what they're called. I don't think about well, it. I mean,
0: oh my gosh, it's just—it's just the way it is. Oh, hello, my friends. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, we have a story out of San Diego. How many stories do I have to have to tell people to not try to take selfies with wild animals? Uh, How many times? How many times? Well, this one, so of course, last week it was the woman in Yellowstone Park with the bison. Yeah. Now, a San Diego area man is in the hospital with a whopping hospital bill, which is another reason uh, as to why you shouldn't do this. Uh, But he is confined to a hospital bed after he tried to take a selfie with a rattlesnake. With a rattlesnake.
1: Please tell me he captured the picture right as it was like jumping at him.
0: I do not know of the picture. I've seen the picture of what his arm looks like,
1: or lunging at him or whatever you. Would
0: uh, it's very disturbing. I, I would suggest don't post it in the chat, John and boring. I'm looking at you. Um, yeah. So San Diego area man is not in the hospital after he tried to take a selfie with the rattlesnake. However, uh, one of the big parts of the story too is why you shouldn't do this. So his hospital bill, well, he actually a number of reasons. Uh, yeah. So many reasons. I mean, common sense. Human logic. Also, his hospital bill in order to get uh, the proper anti-venom supplies from the rattlesnake. Uh-huh. His hospital bill is one hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars. Oh my god! One hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars because he wanted to take a picture with a rattlesnake.
1: The depth of—I just—I don't even know what to say at this point. Like, yeah. The, the depth of st- stupidity with people between the bison and then now the rattlesnake.
0: Yeah, I don't know what, like, what is it worth? What is that, like, is that picture Well, what are you really... going to
1: do with that picture? Oh, my God, I looked it up. That is Why the... did
0: you look it up? I was wondering what you were doing over there. Don't it I just look it wanted up. to
1: see, do not, if you are listening live, do not post that into the live chat, That's please. what I,
0: I said, don't I do know, it. I know, and
1: I didn't post it in the live well, chat, why but did I can look it up on my own. Well, you look it, even on look my it own. up? All right. Well, I wish I hadn't.
0: All right, so if you want to take a selfie with the rattlesnake, uh, so, his, of course, his, uh, so... His hospital bill is $153,000. Uh, some of that, the $83,000 of that were for the two treatments of the anti-venom. Yeah, don't they have to got. like
1: fly that in? But yeah,
0: or... he had to go to two different places, and for the pharmacy supplies for the anti-venom was over $80,000.
1: Yeah. I just, I don't even know what
0: to say. I don't either, so yeah. I'm just going to go from stupid story to stupid story. A Florida man, I love that just makes me happy. A Florida man has been hurt after he decided to use an old dryer for target practice. But there's more to the story out of Oak Hill, Florida. uh, A Florida man was hit by a large piece of shrapnel from the dryer that he was shooting at after he and his friends blew up an old clothing dryer. So they put explodable material inside of the dryer and started shooting in it.
1: Wha- oh, okay. So they. So
0: three friends aged between 20 and 25, uh, also no- old enough to know better, brought uh, the old appliance for target practice to some woods near Interstate 9 to 5 in Oak Hill, Florida, this past weekend. Well, the men decided to fill the dryer with two pounds of explosive material and then shoot at it with their <laughs> rifles. That's <laughs> it's pretty smart. Pretty that is. smart. Well, a jagged piece of the fly- dryer uh, door. Flew off when the explosion occurred and hit one of the men in the stomach, causing a laceration that had to be treated at a hospital. Like
1: they didn't even hide behind anything when they did
0: this. Nope. they just filled a dryer full of explosive materials and then shot at it with a rifle.
1: Stand fifteen feet away, like who? What's this?
0: (laughs) We'll see what I can do, (sighs) Greg. I did start the story with a Florida man. I was surprised actually. The rattlesnake story wasn't from Florida. It was from San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. So there we go. So friends, I just wanted to let you know a piece of advice. Don't fill something with explosives and then shoot guns at it, not thinking that something (laughs) bad might happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've had this before in the United States, but now it's gone overseas. uh, And it's a tale of a mystery pooper. Uh Uh-oh. I told you 2015 is the year of the poop.
1: You did say that, I don't really want to believe that The year of the rock, the year of the poop Yep, that's insane
0: Well, a mystery pooper is now causing trouble On a Norwegian golf course So this is at a Yes, Norway is up in arms about this So
1: far too this year we've had the Houston guy Yes And they caught him, right? Uh, no I thought they caught that guy
0: They might have caught the Houston one, they didn't catch the other one
1: There was one in New Jersey? No, it was like Kalamazoo or something in Michigan, you're right, Greg. Yeah.
0: You remember all the poop places. Somewhere in
1: Michigan. I, I knew that. It was that. Kalamazoo, you're right. I think so.
0: That's a real good memory you got mm-hmm. there.
1: That was on the playground.
0: That was on the playground. That was on the slide. hmm yep. Greg.
1: I remember these things.
0: Mine like a steel trap. Yep. Wow. All right, well, it's out of Norway. So the groundskeeper of a Norwegian golf course <laughs> says that a mystery pooper has been targeting course holes, so he poops... Into the
1: holes. Oh. Into the holes of the golf course. <laughs> oh, no. Course. That's awful. <laughs> into the Kind holes. of funny, but it's awful.
0: And the groundskeeper is speculating that the pooper might must be a man because, quote, the poos are too
1: massive to be from a woman. Oh, my God. So they're out there golfing, <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, I just got in <laughs> the hole. Reach down in there because you're not really looking when you do that. You just reach down into that He's hole. And then, the...
0: <laughs> oh, I think you would notice if something. I don't know if you would. I don't know. I don't know. Well, this guy. Uh, so the groundskeeper is not very pleased with this mystery <laughs> Cooper. That's super So uh, the let's see. So the groundskeeper's name is Kenneth Fjord. He's the groundskeeper at the Stavanger Golf Club. Uh, said he has been finding human feces and toilet paper in course in the golf course holes. Wow, for a long time. I just thought this was an. Newer story. I mean, the story came out today, but he's been dealing with this for some time. Uh, This has been happening since 2005.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's a 10-year record of this? Wow.
0: Kenneth has had to deal with this for a long time. They haven't come up with any kind of way to catch this guy in 10 years? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So Kenneth says... There's
1: 18 holes? I mean, you can't figure out any way?
0: Kenneth says uh, that he... About the mystery pooper, he speculates, he says, uh, he has a couple of favorite holes that he likes to poop in.
1: (laughs) Then and, why not put a camera on the favorite holes?
0: And <laughs> we know it's a man because the poos are too massive to be from a woman. Uh, the mystery pooper poos only on we- uh, weekdays. On weekends, I've never found poo on the golf course, Kenneth uh, I concluded. feel
1: like I could probably help out in figuring out who this is, solving this mystery.
0: Well, Kenneth does say that the fecal discoveries are usually accompanied by some used toilet paper. Um, well, Steinar Volceweck. Uh, managing director of the club says the mystery pooper uh, they've been able to assess that he does arrive via bicycle How do they know that? Well, let me tell you. He says, in the early morning dew, we observed bicycle tracks on the course. Footsteps showed that he had done his business, and the bike tracks disappearing back in the way that they came.
1: You know what? I'm starting to suspect it is, in fact, the groundskeeper. You think it's an inside job? I think that's an inside job, because he knows all of this information about it, yet they've never been able to catch him. Happens in the early morning. Specific holes he likes. It's only on weekdays. He rides a bike. Yet ten years go by, and you can't. You've never caught him.
0: Well, Greg, let People me tell you. People
1: have seen Sasquatch more than they've seen this mystery pooper. Greg, the
0: groundskeeper did say that the club installed a high-powered spotlight over the mystery pooper's favorite holes to discourage the defecation. However, the poop perpetrator was able in... to disable them.
1: He disabled the spotlight. He
0: disabled the spotlight. Oh,
1: my gosh. Just... This... <laughs>
0: And that's what they said. They're very say. impressed with it because they said he climbed up a tree next to the lights and wriggled far out under a branch and was able to dismantle the spotlight. How he let managed to beat without electrocuting himself or falling is a riddle.
1: What a strange coincidence that it was this groundskeeper <laughs> that set up said spotlight.
0: I love how cons- your groundskeeper conspiracy. I wonder
1: who would know that spotlight better no. than anyone
0: else. That Kenneth Fjord. Ken- he's a <laughs> Kenneth man, Fjord. He's a man of mystery. Uh, So their speculation is as such, they believe, the mystery pooper. uh, So let's see, this is the manager. This is his idea. This is his thought about it. He says, uh, our idea is that it could be someone who, for unknown reasons, hates the game of golf. And maybe they're trying to punish people who like it. Uh, Alternatively, the person may have a fetish or suffer from
1: mental problems, which is probably more likely. (laughs) Ten years, though, man. It's got to be him. That is the only... Logical solution to this. Yep, Boy, can you sure do statement. find those holes with the poop in them a lot,
0: Oscar? <laughs> I'm really good at my job.
1: Inside job. Yep. Fly me over. Fly me over to this was in Norway. Is that what you said? This is this a is in Norway.
0: In a yeah, in a place I can't even begin to pronounce.
1: Okay. Fly me over to Norway. I will solve this problem in two weeks. Give me two weeks, all expenses paid in Norway. I will find your mystery pooper. I'll put that down in handwriting. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I will clean up one hole. Wow, that's so big of you. I know. You don't know
0: if the mystery pooper would strike when you were there.
1: Well, I think he'll strike because he would He would like to challenge. Okay. This is a man who wants to challenge. Do you think he wants to be caught? No, I don't think he necessarily wants to be caught, but he wants to up the challenge. Like, the the spotlights, pff, no big deal. No big deal. Disarmed those. The bike riding, all these things. And if, if Kenneth Fjord is the mystery pooper, mm. I will expose him. <laughs> Two weeks. Okay, Greg, you have declared it. Best of luck to you. So if somebody wants to go ahead and schedule that, that would be great. Okay.
0: And I do have one final story, and it is this. It is this. Oh, and here we go. This is an actual headline. I'm going to read it as it is. A naked homeless man has been arrested after he rubbed himself against a grandma all the while declaring that he was Buzz Lightyear. Oh boy. Buzz Lightyear from a toy story. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, he allegedly rubbed himself on a grandma all the while while well, shouting out that he was the cartoon character of Buzz Lightyear. So this man's name is Nathan Pearson. Now, um, Nathan Pearson supposedly grabbed a 66 year old woman for a bear hug as she was walking down through an alley. Uh, so, the horrified victim told cops that uh, as he was hugging her, her nose and her mouth were pressed so tightly against his chest that she was having trouble breathing. But he was just trying to give her a big old bear hug. <laughs> Uh, She she also reportedly got the 33-year-old sweat in her mouth while he repeatedly called her grandma over and over again. Uh, Cops even say that uh, Pearson, Nathan Pearson, the naked bear hugger who thought he was Buzz Lightyear, kept yelling out over and over again. He would randomly shout that, I am Buzz Lightyear! I am Buzz Lightyear! (laughs) After Pearson finally let the granny go, he reportedly grabbed another man who was walking down the aisle and began... Air humping him. <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs>
0: when cops arrived at the scene, they threatened to taser the man. Oh, this is in Texas, by the way. Uh, but cops say he fearlessly jumped onto the man's back, grabbed him around the neck, and continued to quote hump him
1: from behind. Oh, that's awful! <laughs> this poor guy
0: cops then used the taser on Nathan Pearson and cuffed him and were able to arrest him. Uh, I am
1: not a violent person. I would be quite violent if that happened to me.
0: Well, uh, the police do suspect that this gentleman was on some sort of uh, drug, maybe even bath salts due to his unnatural strength
1: during (sighs) the situation. A poor guy. It's like, oh, I'm just going to the grocery store shop. Oh, my God. Oh, God.
0: More of the I feel bad for the and lady. And the lady, too.
1: I mean, the lady, too. She
0: got s- his sweat in her well, mouth. Well, that's gross, too. Hugging her and calling her grandma. Ugh.
1: Ew. All right. So there you have it. All I right. I will never be able to look at a Toy Story movie ever <laughs> the same again.
0: There you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I like how not one story about, you know, someone relieving themselves in public cannot use the word poop
1: at least once well yeah I mean it's it's kind of the hot phrase <laughs> it's the real hot button issue mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is I would find out who that was though okay 10 years pff, I can solve that somebody was stealing my paper for two months I, I solved that I know you did
0: that poor poor mentally challenged man
1: I bet he didn't steal a paper again but he learned his lesson okay steal my paper uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, so first up in ball talk, it's a a potpourri of balls. A little smattering, a little of this, a little of that. I will say this because it's uh, news that uh, some people might care about. Okay. Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd is a radio and television host for ESPN. He used to actually, back in the day, be here out of Portland, Oregon.
0: Oh, yeah. He worked at, uh, uh, Alf, not Alpha.
1: He worked at Coin, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, no, when he, he worked at uh,
0: Intercom. I think at the radio station. Okay, sorry. I digress.
1: Yeah, he did a little bit of radio stuff here. But uh, then he got hired by ESPN. And, um, and anyway, he's been with ESPN for a number of years. He will no longer appear on anything with ESPN because he has been fired from that company as of uh, as of Friday. Oh, really? Yes. Because of a statement he made, and the statement he made was in reference. I'll, I'll paraphrase it, but it was in reference to the fact of st- talking about something with Major League Baseball managers and whether or not they could be the GM of a team, which is a different role. It's like a higher up role. Mm-hmm and talking about the transition between those. And he went off to say that baseball is not a complex game and that he thinks people could figure it out because a third of them are from the Dominican Republic. So the way that he's saying it is that Dominican Republic people are stupid and oh. if they can do it, then, you know, anybody should be able to do it. That's that's what he implied with his statement. Now, what's even worse than that, I mean, maybe not even worse than that, but part of the, part of the reason why he also was let go, was that he didn't really apologize for it. One of those things like, uh, you guys took my comments uh, out of context. And and when you read the written statement of the comments, it's like, no, dude, you you did say that. There was no that. context,
0: like it was specific. You did say that. Mm. Either
1: either you can go, you can go one of two directions. Double down and say, no, that's not what I, or three directions, I guess. Double down and say, no, that's not what I meant, and then release a statement, even though clearly it is what you meant. Number two, just back it up and say, yep, I think uh, they're stupid. Mm-hmm which is not, you know, whatever. That's the ways you could go. Or number three, say, oh, uh, in hindsight, looking at that, that's not what I meant. I really apologize. I'm very sorry. Yeah. I messed up. Well, he decided the double down route, and now he is out at ESPN. Wow. Completely out. Huh. So there we go. Colin Coward no longer on ESPN. Moving on to ball talk. To be honest, his radio show is pretty annoying anyway. I'm just going to say that. It's pretty obnoxious. Um, Moving on to ball talk, Mm -hmm. though.
0: Oh, wasn't it like the herd or something?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep.
0: I know that from when you pick me up to go to meetings, and you're listening to your sports radio.
1: I do sometimes listen you to the sports do, do radio. Listen to the
0: sports radio sometimes. I do
1: sometimes, sometimes I do. Moving on to ball talk, we've got uh, a couple of stories. One, this is a bet that was placed. And this guy did something pretty amazing. So there was a there was a horse better who won four hundred seventy one thousand dollars on a bet this last Saturday, off of a fifty cent bet. So he the winning ticket had uh, winning the first five races. He he picked the horse that would win the first five races of this place. Okay, that's that's incredible. This was that's at the Saratoga. A, no,
0: I know the betting fifty cents and then becoming yeah. rich overnight.
1: Yep pick the winner of the first 5 races. Now, he claims though that he won this bet because a weird old man told him what to pick. What? Yeah. He said a weird old man told him what to pick. And Where's the weird
0: it. old man? What No,
1: mm, oh, I don't know. This is what he this is what he claims happened. And so uh-huh. he bet it.
0: Maybe it's like a back to the future kind of thing.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. That is what he is claiming. And anyway. <laughs> is it
0: possible, Greg, that it's a back to the future it's thing? It's
1: entirely possible <laughs> okay. it's back to the future. just wanted
0: to make sure. Well,
1: I am I mean, I'm going on record as saying that is a possibility. Anyway, one half a million dollars. Wow, uh, on, cool. talk-
0: I want to know more about the weird old man. I well, want to the don't weird old ha- man. Ha- I, I
1: know, I know. I wish I had some more to that story. Okay. I'll try to get a follow-up for it tomorrow. Okay, thank you. We'll see if we can get some more information for you. Uh, Moving on to ball talk, there, there is this guy who is a badass. There is a man by the name of James Lawrence who just accomplished something that has never been done, at least by an American. Well, by anyone, as far as I can tell. He set a world record when he did 50 full course Ironman triathlons across 50 states in 50 days. Whoa. He went to a different state each day for 50 days and did a triathlon.
0: And he's still alive?
1: Yeah, and he's alive.
0: Wow. He
1: did it to raise awareness for childhood ch- obesity in children. That's what it was. Wow, that's impressive. That's insane. That Your body should not be able to do that. No,
0: I wouldn't think so either. And that
1: is why I do not believe this man to be human. So <laughs> I believe there should be some testing done on that. There's no way you could do that.
0: Uh Suman in the chat said, and that weird old man was...
1: Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, that's, that was good. Wonderful. That was good for the win there. Uh, finally in ball talk, we have this story. And Sarah, I, I regret. Oh, I know you. what it's
0: going to be. I know what it's going to be.
1: I have some very upsetting, upsetting news.
0: Makes me sad that I know exactly what you're doing. God damn it.
1: Joey Jaws Chestnut. Former world champion competitive eater. He'd won Nathan's Famous, like, uh, 132 years in a row. Eight years in a row. But he was beaten earlier this year by the upstart, by a younger eater. By Stoney. 24-year-old Matt, and I didn't know he had a nickname, Megatode Stoney. Matt Megatode Stoney upset Joey Chestnut in this year's Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Championships. Mm. But there was a rematch that was happening this last weekend with the Hooters Worldwide Wing Eating Championship in Clearwater Beach. I'm assuming they are boneless. Did we ever figure that out?
0: Greg, I don't know. I didn't know for sure. You have the ball talk segment. I tell you about people pooping in golf holes. You tell me about what kind of chicken wings there are.
1: I'm assuming they were boneless, in which case I would do quite well at it. However, not as good as old 24-year-old Matt Megatoad Stoney, because he did upset Joy Chestnut. By eating, as they say in this article, polished off two hundred and forty-one wings in ten minutes. Two hundred and forty one wings. Two hundred and forty one wings in ten minutes. Wow. Alright, I've never seen what Matt Stoney looks like. Right,
0: yeah, he's a young thing.
1: Yeah, he's the, he's the upcom you know, he's the upstart.
0: He is an up and comer, definitely. He's the new deal. Wow. So Stoney defeated him?
1: Mm-hmm. Trying to think who I would compare him uh, athlete wise. Uh, let's see in the NBA, is there a young enough star that would be that would, that would be considered the upstart? I'm not really sure.
0: Is he like the Damian Lillard? Of uh, I think he's eating. even bigger
1: than Damian Lillard. Okay. In this world, if if Joey Chestnut was the the LeBron James, maybe I could say that maybe he's like the Steph Curry. He's just starting off like this. We'll see if he can continue, but he's sure putting on a good show. Wow. Matt Megatoad
0: Stoney Alright so I don't know for sure I can't prove Neither disprove this But Jez says that um, Jasmine in the chat says that The chicken wings Do indeed have bones Oh
1: wow Well that is even more mm-hmm. impressive 241 wings In 10 minutes Astonishing You could do it If they were boneless I could do it mm-hmm. But with bones No I could not eat that pasta. No. Boneless I could eat Chicken strips Or chicken nuggets By the fistful I would just be Shoving them in I want to enter that contest just so I can eat free. Chicken strips.
0: You can get all the chicken strips your heart desires.
1: I'm very hungry right now.
0: I know. I am too. Stop
1: talking about chicken strips. All right, there we go. Well, I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> your hero is fa- has fallen again. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
0: It isn't so much falling now. It's the downward slide.
1: He's like the Tiger Woods kind of maybe. Like if it's he... Like, you know, he was really good at one point. All that promise. And you still want to see him compete because he's exciting. <laughs> You know, there's a bit, a lot of name recognition uh-huh. there, but you gotta uh, eventually just realize it's not the same.
0: It's not the same. I mean, if you let the, same, this, the magic
1: just isn't there like it was before.
0: He let this newbie kid, you know, kick his ass not once but twice. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's over for Joey Chestnut. I hate to say it, I really hate to say it. He really held the reign for a long time, but I just, just don't think he has what it takes anymore. Yeah. Joey Jaws Chestnut. Yeah. I think it's time are to retire. Giving,
1: are you giving up on him that quick?
0: I'm not giving up on him, but I'm saying... After if all he was, these
1: years, you're like, Pfft, you're out.
0: If he was going to continue to be as good as he was, he would have won the, sec- the rematch. That was his last hope. That was the last hope. This was it. This was it. He was supposed to beat Stoney in the chicken eating contest. Okay. He lost again. Uh-huh. I, I just, I really have a hard time keeping my faith. And he was, like, you know, talking some mad shit to Stoney before. Yeah. He was just like, hey, watch yeah. out. Jaws is coming for you. Uh-huh. And then he didn't even hold up his end of the bargain.
1: Wow. You, I love how Joey you Joey doesn't gone...
0: believe in Joey, why should I believe in Joey? Well,
1: I love how you have gone to, from basically the president of his fan club, to this state over this one competition. Oh, well, maybe he should be so
0: bad at the thing that I respected him for doing. Man.
1: What do you think's next for him?
0: Ah. Uh. He's gonna do like the the sideshow tour,
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe like, like the old work has been.
0: I bet that maybe he'll like uh, he'll station he'll hunker down at like Coney Island, and he could be part of the freak show there. So he could be like the hot dog eating guy, and you can go and pay to like watch. I don't think Joey he can Chestnut. do that every day. Well, even if he ate like ten hot dogs in a row, that's impressive, that's and that's like nothing compared to him. And I, have you have know. to
1: pay to watch him do that. <laughs>
0: People are calling me a fair weather fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I would think maybe like a little tour during the summer promotional thing. I don't
0: think, quite honestly, as much of a fan as Go to I the am county fair. As much of a fan as I am of you know of the whole food eating America. Fuck yeah! Like let's eat all the, let's eat hot dogs just for fun and see how many we can fit in our bodies without exploding. Like I can't physically watch. Like a food
1: eating contest? You would not actually go watch Joey Chestnut. It is disgusting.
0: It is the grossest thing ever. It is disgusting. I couldn't watch it, but I'm fully supporting. I'm just saying, Joey, you really got to step it up, man. I've been rooting for you. You're making it hard. Okay,
1: yeah, this is your one moment to say something to Joey Chestnut. Like, Mm -hmm. he's out there right now. He's hurting, okay? Yeah. He's gone through a lot. Now, you've been a huge fan of his. You have been the biggest supporter of Joey Chestnut that I've probably... No, Steve Kastenbaum and myself. Okay, that's true. Steve Kastenbaum, I think, is the biggest supporter.
0: Okay. I can't take that that claim from him.
1: Well, with both of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've both been just very, very big fans. And right now, you have, you know, a minute to talk to Joey Chestnut. I
0: don't want to talk to Joey Chestnut for a minute. you got to
1: talk to him. You have, you know what, he's given you a lot of pleasure over the years. That sounds wrong. That sounds really weird. Oops, that's the wrong one. That sounds so foreboding. Yeah, that was not the one I meant.
0: This is like, it's time to say goodbye, Joey Chestnut.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't want
0: (laughs) Because I'm going to murder you, you hot dog king.
1: All right, sir. What? What do you have to say to Joey Chestnut?
0: What? Joey, we've had a good run. One of my most prized possessions that I own in my house is my hot diggity dog or not because it's an amazing piece of modern machinery that cooks my hot dogs to perfection, it's because it has your wonderful signature on it. Joey, I really thought you had it this weekend. You let some little new kid come, this little up-and-comer come in, steal your title, not once but twice. Joey, me and all of your fans, we need you to do this for us. We've been there for you. Now you be there for me. I'm not going to give up on you yet. Not yet. But goddammit, you gotta pull yourself together, man. He's in your head. Get him out of your head. You can do this, Joey. We love you. Love, Sarah.
1: Signed, Sarah. Hot Dog Dylan. Portland, Oregon. Don't call me Hot
0: Dog Dylan. Goddammit.
1: Dearest Joey.
0: My dearest Joey.
1: (laughs) I am corresponding to you today on a very sad occasion. Word has reached our parts... About your defeat, oh my at the god, battle you're doing your
0: house of Matt cards,
1: mega toad stony. No, yeah. it's not really the house of cards, but it's kind of, yeah, it
0: is totally your Kevin Spacey accent.
1: Now, Joey, I'm just a man from South Carolina, but I'll be damned if I'll stand by while our country is ruined by the mega toad. <gasps> Suwon
0: in the chat just blew my mind asking, Has Joey Chestnut ever been in a chestnut eating contest? Oh my god. Mind blown.
1: It's the kind of stuff you get here with Fun Employment Radio folks. Minds blown. Blown minds. Such deep topics
0: as has Joey Chestnut ever eaten chestnuts?
1: My goodness. Dear Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say a big thank you to Bike Gallery. <laughs> Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. If you are going to be entering into any hot dog eating contests or just eating a lot of hot dogs, you probably want to go for a bike ride. Yeah. And there are a Gotta balance
0: it out. Find a balance.
1: Absolutely. And there are beautiful places to go for bike rides here in Portland or anywhere else where you are. And Bike Gallery has six different locations. Uh, One thing, don't ride your bike across the Morrison Bridge. That's my only suggestion. Mm -hmm. Go go to the Hawthorne.
0: Many other bike-friendly bridges. Lots
1: of them. Not the Morrison. Not the Morrison. However, you can go to Bike Gallery and you can get 10% off of your purchase. And we thank you so much for people who write in and let us know when you actually go down there and pick something up because uh, it helps us keep this show going. It's very, very important for us to keep the show going. And also, Bike Gallery is really a fantastic place and we believe in them, they believe in us, and we all love you guys, Mm -hmm. the listeners. And that's why if you go to funemploymentradio.com, there's a Bike Gallery logo right there on our page. You can go there with your phone or you can print it out before you go in, but it takes you to a coupon for 10% off Anything, anything, anything. Want to get a brand new bike, now is the time. Do this it. Is a good time to do it. Ten percent off. Mm. Go in there and use that coupon. We still
0: have a lot of nice weather ahead of us. We you do. want you want to see the world from a bicycle?
1: Absolutely. That's or even good. a gift for someone. Get a get mm. a new helmet or get a bike lock or whatever else you need. Merchandise, uh, you know, apparel. They've got it all. Wow. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Just click on the Bike Gallery link. 10% off. It nice. would be awesome. All right. Send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Zoom on in the chat. Has it right? Yeah, it was, that was more like the Civil War by Ken Burns thing. Okay. Dearest Joey,
0: <laughs>
1: we needed you today. But you have let us down once again. Fortune will not smile upon us.
0: Okay. We'll be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. <laughs> Bye.